<laughs> to be honest, what goes through my head is just like, don't disappoint the people who brought me on. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, That's so a good great. one. So it's just like constantly like, yo, if this guy said Subin's good for this, then I gotta do it. There's no other option. That's yeah. dope, man. And usually I fuck up, but... <laughs> so it doesn't work. <laughs> And welcome back, everybody, to another awesome episode of The Careful Boys. And today we have Mr. Subin here with us. Subin. Uh, but more importantly, uh, Bart wanted to talk about this first because Nick usually backs out of his jujitsu competitions and he had just signed up for one, so we're gonna talk about that. Yep, look at that face. I'm so glad we caught him off guard. I thought we were gonna talk about Anthony's return. Nah, no, 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 Anthony hasn't been here in two months. That's the next off the record. So watch this one, watch the other one. But Nick has been trained. We made a pack, dude. Nick is Bart. Nick is one of the most talented fighters I know. Ground you and you just don't know that many people. Ground and dude, you see me on Instagram. Everybody, literally, everyone's my best friend. Bart's really good at ground and <laughs> me and Floyd Mayweather are like this. I'm just the only one that answers back to Bart. That's all. We're like literally best friends, everybody. And Nick is really talented, and Thank you, I um, that. I'm really excited to see him compete and really turn that drive like up on jujitsu. Which wow. which one are you signing up for? Well, we were talking about doing one in December. December 2nd, we're gonna do that one. Why are you saying it like that? Because we were talking about it. Wait, you mean like both of you? Hey, so yeah. has he already signed up? It's already been like, I don't know. There's yeah. been some the registration isn't open yet, but when it opens, which is probably- When like, does it open? Because this video is gonna come out the day right after, so it seems like you've already signed <laughs> yeah. up. Probably like October, maybe, yeah. But either way, we're gonna do it. The whole academy, we're gonna get a couple guys Oh, the whole it. squad's doing it? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So you have to come compete with us, and we all compete together. Yeah, because Bart already won. He's already a gold medalist, bro. Yeah, that's true. And Bart, you know, I think it's because time for no Bart to compete. He's got to defend his title. Nah, for real, Bart. See, this was deflecting right away. Why did you sign up for this? Why is the whole squad doing this? Is this year like the, the fucking year to turn on the turbos? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Turn on the turbos. Twin turbos. <laughs> it's turbo time. It's turbo time. <laughs> honestly, yeah, yeah. honestly, Nick is so close to getting black belt too. I'm, I'm like, I feel like if he just pushes just a little bit hard, he'll get one of the the rarest things that people have on this planet. I think that's part of the reason too, like I just wanna push and push for it. And last year I did one in, I think November, and I kinda had a really shitty performance and I wasn't really very happy about it. Um, so Was it too close that. to Thanksgiving? No, nah, not even that. <laughs> That's why? I just thinking about turkeys. Not even that, it's just uh... Cause you get fat during Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh yeah. Everyone yeah. gets lazy. That's true. This one's even closer to Christmas. Yeah, I know. What'd you think made that a bad performance? <sighs> I just was, being too slow. I was like, I think in my head I was just trying to be too calm because I felt like anytime I compete, I'm too I, like amped up and I just do stupid shit. So this time I was trying to be too chill and then I was watching the video the other day and I was like, what the fuck? Are you, you know what you need to do? You need to match the energy of your opponent and then take it over and use it against them. That's jujitsu. Well, he, he should be your coach. Oh, oh shit. Solve the problem right Legendary right here. You sure you're not black belt? <laughs> I, I, I am, but I'm not giving one. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. He's like, I have a black belt, but no one gave me one yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like up here, yeah. I'm a black belt. My question is, yeah. do you just move when they move, or you really, you got to be thinking? You got. I think you just got to play your game. I think that's the number one thing. Yeah. yeah. You apply the you apply the ludicrous technique. Yeah. yeah when I move, you move. You just like this. The one thing that really hurt, like my biggest motivating factor, was after the last tournament, my coach looked at me and goes like. You should have beat those guys. Wow. Like, just like that. Because oh. you were better than them. Like, that just... was like a cake. Do you think you got stage fright? No, not really. 
I don't. I don't think I. I think. Um, I think I probably should have just prepared more. Prepared better. You think it was preparation, or you think you're just a nice guy? You I think I think that? it's both. I you think it's a little hard. bit. Of, I think it's a little bit of both. Because you don't go in the ring thinking I'm gonna murder you, son you of a bitch. You I try to fucking molest my sister. Yeah. Is nice guys just like a nice way of saying like pussy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're no, pretty because much saying, I relate like, to him. So I, I wrestle in high school, and then like in uh, in the wrestling room, some of our roles are really hard. And it's because you know each other, so there's this comfortability, and you're mm. pushing each other to be hardcore. That's kind then, of that's very true, right? So it's yeah. like you can you have the hardest roles with your teammates. But yeah. then you go and you meet someone at a new place, they're brand new, and I just as a normal human being, it's not normal to like, I'm gonna fucking conquer this man. Yeah. It's oh. normally like, hey, what's up, man, where are you from? Yeah. And oh, you like Jiu-Jitsu, and it's like that. But then you slap hands, the other guy might have the I'm gonna conquer you feeling, yeah. and then for you, you're just like, I kind of like to warm up to that, and then so you don't want to be too mean, but then a lot of the initial, it's like whoever strikes first gets a big advantage. And if the other person strikes first and has a lot of skill, then you're already like kind of backstepping, and then now you have to work that much more to even get back to neutral. So, so you seem to be nodding your head in agreement. Like, yeah, I, you, I, I agree. How do you prepare to change that then? Well, I think it's just practice. Like the more you do it, the better you are at flipping the switch, and then your intention going into it has to be like, okay, uh, I'm gonna compete and I'm gonna try to smash this guy no matter what. Like, I think the more you do that over and over again, the easier it'll be for you to. Like, do it. But well, isn't that kind of paradoxical? Wouldn't you still be practicing hella with your homies, which is like right. the opposite of what he's saying? Yeah, but game time is different. Like when you compete in the tournament, like you, that's why you need more volume to do it. Like the so more tournaments easier. you do, uh, the mm -hmm. better you, the more comfortable you, more comfortable you. Have you ever considered that possibly, you know, um, you're a beta and you're not you're not ready to oh trust me Joe that's on the forefront of my brain right? <laughs> but I'm trying to change that I'm trying to change that yeah I'm trying to get to the alpha right now it's turbo I'm, time oh yeah I'm all the way at the bottom yeah. of the beta. turbo time yeah. demon switch yeah so I got, exactly exactly yeah. it's David yeah, Hasselhoff yeah, yeah. oh because if you talk to an audience member, usually overweight and never fought before, <laughs> they probably will tell you if that was me I would have all this Anger and just him. I would have killed that fool. Yeah, no for sure. I think that's that's definitely a thing and um, I agree with them no matter what because there is a There's a little bit of truth to that just a little bit whether you think it is or not, but I don't know dude I just want to go compete. I just want to go see what's up. I just want to test myself Will it help if you awesome. imagine your opponent as being the cop who gave you the jaywalking ticket? <laughs> oh, it might, oh Shit, it might force so me to do something do illegal so this is the thing, I've seen you fight and then you do turn it on and then I've seen you break down people's um, confidence. And that was interesting to see because I haven't really seen that before like when people would spar with each other and then like, like they'll just spar. But then when I saw Nick work this guy, he's six feet tall, bigger guy, whatever. And in the beginning, he had all this confidence. He was playing around, he got a little serious and at the end of it, he just gave up. Like you could see his spirit just dying. And I was like, oh shit, that is a different thing that I've never seen before. But um, yeah, at the at the same time though, I think like I've never seen you actually be a bully. And I've seen bully fighters. Yeah. I think it's helpful if you're competing in a fighting sport, it's helpful to be a little bit of a bully. I think <laughs> so. Yeah. Hell yeah. But you're not. I've seen bully. My own fucking sensei was a bully. Yeah. Like, yeah, but you're not. I don't think you have joy in f in doing things like that, but and it's that's why I'm style. a beta. End the video. No, no, <laughs> no, because there's guys I talk to that are fighters, and then or like grapplers or whatever, and then when you talk to them, like, oh, like what, like drives you to compete? 
and they'll literally say like when you see a man give up in his eyes like they live for that oh they eat that huh? yeah they're like yeah. he's like you could literally see their eyes like in their eyes answer, huh? they give up wait nick what drives you yeah that's kind of what i'm wondering for me personally is so corny but <laughs> I think it's just to like see where you're at, just to really test yourself. I think that's what drives me to like try to do better. Oh, okay. I, I don't think I'm to motivated. See if you're by a real brown belt like that, or kind of yeah, for my own shit, like my own confidence of like, oh yeah, I've, I've been able to compete. I could roll with anybody and be competitive, right? And mm -hmm. especially, I think that's the stage I'm at right now. But for me, it's my own goal of like, I want to go win something. That's it. You also well, think if you don't push yourself to that extent, that like. Maybe ten years later, you might look back and regret. Like, yeah, for I sure. Didn't push myself hard for enough. For sure. And also, I want to give myself a long timeline because I think the last time I didn't give myself a long enough timeline. Because three months, like that shit, flies by really quick. To prep for it. To prep for something. So if I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna try to prep for double the time and and really give it a, a college try and see what happens. Can you walk some of us noobs through what a, like a prep? is actually like well it's probably just more frequency and training maybe more specific stuff that you make it sound really dramatic and cool though no i can't do that bar can you help me i'll try yeah okay <laughs> so it's like say you're trying to work a specific aspect of your game so say in to relate this to dancing if i was can and i was like a tutting guy your boy is gonna practice those isolations i'm gonna do my finger tuts one day i'm gonna do my neck tuts. <laughs> i understand him i hella understand him right now i'm gonna do my knee to hip tuts you know what i mean when do you go to the butcher shop and fuck up a piece of spare rib yeah oh that's probably the last week that's like prep and i'm just okay. punching spare ribs dude <laughs> and my hands gonna be all bloody from punching bones no but so like it'll be more specific like that so if you i think you're trying to develop. Today's video is brought to you by Lumi. Pow. To tell you guys the truth, I don't wear deodorant because I just never know which one to buy. And I'm really afraid of all the chemicals and the fucked up shit that I watch all over Instagram. They go, don't wear, don't use this one. It's got parabens. Don't do that. It's got metals. Don't do this and this. Your skin absorbs it and then you die. And so for me, I just don't know. It's overwhelming, especially when you go to the store and you just see a whole aisle of chemicals and choices and you're like you know what i'd rather just be natural so i annoy my wife and stay stinky but thanks to lumi i don't gotta be stinky no more what's sick about lumi it's developed by an actual doctor OBGYN. so she developed lumi for the pussy mm -hmm. and so if you know something that works for the pussy which is a very sensitive area your genitals mm -hmm. it works for everything else so right here in front of me i got the whole body deodorant it's for pits privates and beyond and this one too that's the gel version and this one is the stick version and you can get the stick and rub it all over yourself so sensual and it smells delicious too delicious it's ph yep. balanced no parabens and it works for 72 hours and it kills the odor at its source. This one's clean tangerine. And this and one is lavender I sage. Just, I wanna lick it. And the Lumi starter pack is perfect for new customers. Comes with the solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like the mini body wash and the deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, as you guys, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code OTR at LumiDeodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit LumiDeodorant.com and use the code OTR. You might see yourself in when you compete of just kind of the game that you want to play and then you're just doing that over and over and over and over again 
I think the volume is really helpful. Do you, do you remember the mo uh, movie Best of the Best? Hell yeah, brother. Come on, yeah. You remember when they're all I'll get an eye patch. Do you remember when they're trained to go against <laughs> Team Korea and shit like that, right? And they're like doing their physical stuff and everybody's used to their physical shit. There's a whole montage, there's a whole cutscene and everything. But then they bring in that like hot white chick who comes in and is like, we have to meditate and train our minds and shit like that. And it like blows everybody's mind. Oh, she's like the therapist, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about her. Isn't there like a mental part that like needs to be triggered? Because like, especially uh, I'm assuming a transition from like a beta mind to an alpha mind. That's like a lot of mental stuff, not just yeah. like how hard you work in the paint, you know what I mean? Oh, well, I think that comes, I think it comes from that. Like when you're really uncomfortable, when you're doing like sprints on like the Aerodyne bike or when you're doing like a bunch of rounds with people and you have to do five more rounds and you're fucking dead tired, but you still got to find a way to play your game no matter what. I think that's helpful. Cause then you're like, okay, I went through the hard shit. Your, your training has to be harder than the actual match. That's the, no matter an MMA, boxing, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's really important. So as long as you make it harder than your competition, then it's, you should be fine. I think you need a hot therapist, man. You Will you be my hot therapist? <laughs> you guys all tap into, so like, you know when things get tough, right? Like, when you watch shit like fucking Marvel superheroes or whatever, there's like villains and, and good guys, and what they tap into is different. Like, you know, you ever get to that point where you're like, oh fuck, I gotta fucking do this. Do you tap into hate and anger, or do you tap into like, another source? Like love and happiness? Yeah. In, general? in general or for fighting specifically? In general when you need to survive. Is there a default? I think for me it's the not letting myself down. Oh. That's my number one thing. I don't want to give up. Like there's times where like let's say I'm fucking yeah, exhausted as fuck. But I know I need to go train at five. So I set my alarm and I'm sleeping. My alarm goes off at five and I'm fucking exhausted. I just hit snooze. I'll be like. Oh my god, I can't this fucking little bitch just fucking laying here this whole fucking <laughs> fuck. Dude, you're fuck such a little yeah. fucking ass bitch. And I'm like, fuck. I let myself Really? Down. Yeah. I, got, I think I have to talk to myself. Like me, way, so. me letting myself down like yeah. hurts me so bad. Like uh, I I think because I had so many of those moments that Nick talked about. So like, you know, when I when I wrestled in high school, like I'm Mr. Nice Guy too. Hard rolls in the gym competition i'm just like nice and i'm like like there's like almost two kinds of rollers people that go a hundred percent and then dial it down to where this person's at like if this person's like is a black belt he'll go a hundred percent all black belt skills and go oh okay this guy's a blue belt i'll match him blue belt then there's other people that go even though they're a black belt i'll go white belt and then oh this guy's pretty good and then he starts leveling up i think i was the start here but then the problem in competition if you have if you meet a killer they're going black belt first yeah. So that's why the blind guy fucking double leg me instantly and I'm already on my back pinned, you know? Yeah. Versus I'm like, oh, blind, blind guy's guy. a killer. Dude. Right? Because yeah. he's a fucking killer already. For so he, he's already going, okay, he I'm going to see, dude. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to fucking mark this motherfucker. See. And for me, I'm like still like tentative. I'm like, wait, he's blind? I'm still, yeah. you know? Versus like just going hard. He's hardcore. being a nice guy. And, and then the blind guy's like, what a fucking And I can't even see that you're being <laughs> a nice guy. You know? That guy had two eye patches. <laughs> yeah. And then, so you, you, you replay those moments in your mind after the match, and those are the kind of like the ones that haunt you. Because you're like, I felt like such a bitch yeah. Yeah. for being nice. Yeah, and you, yeah, can, yeah, you can yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. And you keep thinking about the times that you <laughs> let yourself down because you know you could have done better. Yeah. yeah. But the only person standing in your way is yourself. And a blind guy. Yeah. And a blind guy. Yeah. So I was like. You gotta get past the blind guy. But he doesn't even know that you're in his way. Yeah, yeah. So I think now it's like, that's what, that's what I tap into if I have to like go the extra gear for almost anything. Cool. It's like, what was my last, like what was my last promise to myself 
so that I don't experience the same trauma that I feel like I did when I was a kid, where like I told myself I was gonna do this and yeah. I didn't do it and it was fully in my control. It wasn't outside circumstances or anything like that. So it sounds like you guys are very accountable for your actions. Or trying to be, I don't know if you know. You know what, what I tap into, which always works for me, is like, I think because I grew up watching Back to the Future so many goddamn times, the, so I good. feel like Michael J. Fox, you know, like yeah. how he plays Marty McFly. Yeah. He's in the craziest situation you could think of, but he, his attitude is like, perfect. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, so I use humor to like cope with like, even when I got in that accident with TJ literally almost dying, the whole time I was like, perfect. what's next? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just have this mentality of like, it keeps me like able to do what I have to do because I just think of it like, like it's a movie. Like, of course this is happening. And Ryan, can I say something to you? Personally, this is just a Ryan. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want them to leave the room? Yeah. Shut up! Can you guys, can you guys leave the room for a second? <laughs> no, uh, I watched uh, Back to the Future recently, like yeah. a couple days ago, and as I was watching this, I was like, this, "Marty McFly is Ryan Ryan to me." Oh That's, yeah, you, re you remind me of this <sighs> motherfucker. You saw similarities. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like. It makes sense. When I watch that movie, I feel like I understand you more. Like his mom fell in love with him? <laughs> <laughs> He's a true mom, motherfucker, dude. Do you agree, Quest Crew? Oh, I don't know, man. This guy is real life Martin McFly. <laughs> he says no. no. Ryan is cool, though. He's cool as hell. He's pretty cool. Thanks. He's probably skateboarding through the town and shit, dude. With no wheels? No, I imagined no. I was. He has McFly's gear. He has McFly's car. He had all that, for sure. Outfit, but I don't know. Outfit? <laughs> I don't know. Do you, you have a crazy uncle? That's his uncle, isn't he? Who, Biff? No, that's not his uncle. Biff is his uncle? <laughs> you sure you watched That's not his uncle at all. That's not his uncle? Who is he? He's just a guy in the neighborhood that he became friends with. It's a little weird if you think of it. That's now. a little weird. I thought that There's no backstory yet. There's no backstory. Yeah, it's assumed they did have it, but they took it out. Fun fact, if you're a super fan. Yeah. <laughs> the backstory, okay, the backstory is, this is just for the actors to know, so they never told it in the movie, but... Um, Marty got caught by Doc just fucking around one day breaking into his shit and then Doc just started hiring him and then they built a friendship. Ah, I see. Kind of weird apprenticeship. Yeah, a I would bit. say like a little bit kind of like it's on the it's on the line. Me? Yeah. I don't know, in, in this, in this talk though, I, I, I thought it was pretty um, interesting because it's one of those things that we all tap into but never really talk about and when you've got to a certain point where you're doing difficult things, right? And then the thing that separates someone who does the thing that they want to do in life versus someone who dreams is that pivotal point. So everyone dabbles in certain competition or whatever, but what you guys accomplished up to this point is because you can tap into some source that keeps you going. And that source, I know, at least for myself, it's like, um, it can be a positive source or it can be a negative source, but it's energy. So like one could be a hateful, angry one. And I was, now I'm like, when I watch these shows like anime or fucking like Marvel or whatever, I'm like, oh, that's what they were talking about. It's like you can use like the fire yeah. and then like you can tap into the negative side right. and that's still energy. Like Spider-Man when his uncle dies. Yeah. And he looks back and he's like, it's fuck, like I could have stopped them. Yep. Yeah. But and then it's all those things that can, event. yeah. Can it event? What are you tapping when you're doing stunts and someone's just messing you up on set oh, over and over? When someone's just messing me up? Yeah, when you have to keep getting hit constantly. You report uh, on a sag or something? <laughs> <laughs> he, ta he taps into the tattletale? <laughs> <laughs> what, but what, to be honest, what goes through my head is just like, 
don't disappoint the people who brought me on. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, yeah, That's so a good great. one. So it's just like constantly like, yo, if this guy said Subin's good for this, then I gotta do it. There's no other option. That's yeah. dope, man. And usually I fuck up, but... <laughs> so it doesn't work. <laughs> but I go up to my boss after and I'm just like, yo, I'm sorry, I tried. Shit. You want me to do it again? He's like, no, we're out of shots. We're out of scenes. I'm like, well, I tried. Shit. They ran out of tape. <laughs> hey, boss, you want some coffee? I go get some <laughs> <laughs> Want a haircut? <laughs> what about you, Anthony Lee? What do you tap into? Um, man. Uh, I just quote once that I feel like I resonate a lot with where it's talking about, like, don't try to be the best. Try to be the only. I think when I uh, think about the concept of being the best, I, I can get really insecure, especially as like a creator and stuff like that. Like when you're comparing yourself to other people, there's always gonna be somebody better than you. Just as much as there's always gonna be somebody that's worse than you, but if you really try to tap into being like the only, then at least you give a lane for yourself to be where you're supposed to be in that moment and then try your best version of yourself there. Um, I also fail from time to time, like Bar says, you know, kind of like Jadwalkies, but not. I never said that. I think there's a clip of you saying it specifically. Dude, you know how crazy AI's been? Oh shit. AI's fucking crazy yeah. these days, dude. Yeah, yeah. AI's fucking, dude. AI's fucking oh, crazy. Ryan doesn't have time to do the reels anymore. I just saw it on the hottest guys of all the nations and they made that. that was yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just that just that constant attempt to like be that. the only. Yeah. Be the only. That's tight. That's, that's, that's kind of gangster. You're the only around. <laughs> Nothing gonna ever bring you down. You're the best. Yeah, like one of my favorite fighters was Genki Sudo back in the day, and it wasn't like Genki. he he was like his he was trying to be the best. He was just being the only. So like he's like fucking people up, and then after after his fights in the UFC, he's talking about world peace, and he has like every single flag. And then you see him his his uh his footage in Japan, and he's fucking like doing these dancing fucking routines that are so commercial? good though. Yeah, and it's just him. They're so good. And I'm like, that's so cool. It's like that's just him doing him. And then like he's living up to his own standard and he's just happy about it. Yeah. You know? I'm like, that's, that's tight. But then people that are like, if their only is being the best, that's dope too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the best. That's a double whammy, imagine. Like you're the only the and you're the best. Wow. <laughs> no one probably likes that guy. That's why you become the <laughs> <that> girl. <laughs> Overachiever. <laughs> yeah. The guy doesn't have friends. <laughs>